You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Far and Away by Lisa on Gossamer. Rating Mature. Part 4. I am dealing with a man. Went away from me, stays deep inside my heart. Chris had been dating Scully for almost five months now. He thought he was falling in love with her. She had opened up to him more these past few weeks, telling him about her cancer and its subsequent remission. He now understood a little more how important her work was to her, often working long hours and sometimes weekends. She was a perfectionist, almost to a fault, probably stemming from her medical training. Dana was very analytical. She had explanation for every science-related question or problem he didn't know. He found that very sexy how smart she was. Why didn't other men notice this? Notice the beauty and brains combination that he found so irresistible. She didn't talk too much about her previous relationships, only says it was hard for her to form emotional attachments with people, especially men. Chris figured that meant she was never engaged or close to getting married. The fact that she couldn't have children didn't bother him. He felt he wasn't cut out for raising children. It was a huge responsibility one that you had to be sure of before even considering trying to conceive. The idea of a child appealed, but not the responsibilities that go along with it. Chris remembered the night she told him. Dana was so afraid he wouldn't understand and break off the relationship. She told him now that she couldn't conceive a child. She wanted to have one even more. It was the first time he'd seen her visibly upset. He held and comforted her, until she was her usual calm and in-control self. He believed they could have a future together, but he still felt she was holding back something from him. She had already told him about the cancer and her inability to have children, so he couldn't understand what it could be. Perhaps a man in her past that hurt her. It wouldn't be about her work at the FBI, would it? He was curious about that, and she told him a few stories about murder cases she and her partner solved. But beyond that, he was relatively clueless. Occasionally, Dana would tell him certain things were confidential, and she couldn't confirm or deny any information. For him, that only added to her mystique and charm. Chris didn't want to lose her. He wanted to move the relationship to another level. Dana, are you awake? Chris moved closer to her in the bed, stroking her hair lightly. She mumbled something, but he couldn't quite make it out. Scully rolled over and gave him a kiss good morning. Can I talk to you about something? Sure. What's up? Scully asked. We've been seeing each other for a while, and I wanted to ask you, you something. He was nervous, wondering how she'd react. What? Scully sat up in bed facing him. Would you move in with me? Scully just stared at him, not ready for the question this early in the morning move in with you. My place is closer to work than yours. All that traffic on the 400 isn't fun. He tried to appeal to her logical side. That's not the point, Scully answered, getting out of bed and pulling her robe on. What brought this on? Everything's been going so well for us, Dana. I want to spend more time together. Me too, she replied. Moving in together is a big step, Chris. I know it is, but I hardly see you except for weekends, and sometimes every other weekend. 
I miss you. The last man to tell her that was Mulder. He missed her so much that he made love to her before they said goodbye. She shouldn't be thinking about this, especially now. I miss you too, but just think about it. You don't have to answer now. I care about you so much, Dana. Chris wrapped his arms around her waist. I don't want to lose you. He kissed her softly on the forehead. CDC Headquarters, Atlanta, Georgia. Scully had thought of nothing but Chris's offer the rest of the weekend. She wasn't sure she was ready to make that kind of commitment. Their relationship moved along quickly, which made her a little wary. But she wasn't getting any younger. Plus, she wanted to make up for lost time of not having a social life. They were together almost every weekend. Dinner, movies, plays, theater. She and Chris got along very well together. They talked, really talked, about growing up, each other's family, hopes and dreams for the future. The kind of conversation she never had with any other man and never expected to. She was happy, or maybe she tried to convince herself she was to make it easier. Scully's time was still heavily devoted to her work, and she knew that bothered Chris, but old habits die hard. This was distracting her all morning from her work, and even now eating a sandwich at her desk, she was more confused than ever. He's a wonderful man who wants to be with you. You're the one who wanted a normal life, Dana. Dana, what's wrong? Robin was standing inside the doorway of her office, holding a can of Coke from her lunch. Nothing, I'm fine, she replied. Come on, I'm not falling for that. She walked over and pulled up a chair next to Scully. Tell me. It's complicated. This isn't the place to talk about it, she admitted, throwing the remnants of her lunch in the garbage underneath her desk. Okay, then, how about tonight? At my place, Robin offered. I, uh, Scully began. Oh, I forgot the girls are having some friends over. We'd have no privacy. I understand, Scully tried not to sound relieved. I'll just come over to your place then, she stated. I'll bring takeout or something. Robin, I... I'm not taking no for an answer. I'll see you at 6.30. Okay, Scully mumbled. It will all work out. Don't worry, Robin said quietly. Scully wished she could believe her friend's words. Mulder's Apartment, Alexandria, Virginia. Fox, come on, let's do something, Diana whined. It's Saturday night. This relationship wasn't going as she had planned. It was just like the first go-round. All work and no play. I didn't realize it was my job to entertain you, Mulder snapped. Well, I'm sorry. I wanted to have some fun, she stated. Are you just going to sit on that couch brooding all night? No, I'm going to watch TV too, he remarked. This isn't working, she commented. Then leave, Mulder told her. You haven't been the same since you saw Scully months ago at the restaurant, Diana admitted. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Mulder looked up from the program he was watching. You keep waiting for her to come back to you. She hit a nerve with that remark, and that was her intention. You say her name in your sleep. That's ridiculous. No, I don't. His attention went back to the screen. I bet you wish you were fucking her instead of me, Diana stated. Mulder clicked the television off and started to leave the room, but she wasn't giving up so easy. The truth hurts, doesn't it? Diana began, 
standing in front of him at the threshold to the kitchen. She left you and you need to accept that. She doesn't want you. Mulder looked at Diana, knowing she was deliberately trying to hurt him and wondering why. She was wrong. Scully wanted him, at least for one night. I have accepted that, he lied. Sure you have, Diana muttered under her breath before slamming the door. Mulder hated that she was right. He sank to the floor, sobbing quietly. Scully's apartment, Atlanta, Georgia. Robin arrived on time and brought with her a hot, steaming pizza from Pizza Hut. Scully didn't know what she was going to bring, and she set the table anyway, not thinking of pizza. I didn't realize you went to all that trouble. I should have called and told you I was plenty on pizza, Robin apologized. No, that's all right. It smells wonderful, Scully commented. Both women sat down and had a couple pieces of pizza before Scully began her story. They talked about work and family to fill in for the uncomfortable silence. Scully started at the very beginning, when she was first assigned to be Mulder's partner. She proceeded to tell Robin about some of their more normal cases, and then her abduction and subsequent cancer from the effects of their tests. Scully could tell her friend was having a hard time with all this information all at once. She couldn't tell if Robin believed her, but it felt good to talk with someone about it. She did leave out the part about Antarctica because she was still having difficulty with that herself and needed more time with it. The two of you had an interesting job, to say the least, Robin commented, taking another sip of her Coke. Scully smiled. That's one way to put it. Does this have something to do with Mulder? Yes, Scully admitted. I told you how close we were and how he was always there for me. Very supportive of me. Robin nodded. And? He was devastated that I was leaving, that I took another job. He saw it as I was leaving him. Part of that was in fact true, but I needed a change. Something was missing. It was hard for us to say goodbye. He helped me pack up my apartment and we hugged each other. I thought that was it. But the next evening, he shows up at my hotel room telling me if I was happy, that's all he cared about. We started kissing and ended up making love. You didn't want to? It just happened so quickly. I was scared of leaving him too. I had thought about us becoming lovers a few times, but figured it would complicate our work. I guess he didn't share those feelings, Scully explained. It sounds like he cares for you very much. Then why didn't he tell me earlier? Why wait until I left to show me? I don't understand how he could... Scully broke off, trying to keep her tears at bay. She got up from the table, embarrassed for Robin to see her like this. Dana, it's all right. Robin hugged Scully. It's all right. Scully wiped away the tears. Chris wants me to move in with him. I don't know what to do. I care about him. I really do. But you need to know, Robin concluded, how Mulder feels about that night. I know. We couldn't really talk about it at the restaurant, she replied. I wasn't ready anyway. That was him. Robin was surprised. How did you know? Scully shot back. He was only the best looking man there, she admitted. Actually, I noticed the two of you as I walked by the windows to the restroom. Scully laughed. Best looking man? 
Why is that so funny? Robin asked. You obviously noticed too. It wasn't like that with us. Our relationship has always been based more on trust than anything else, Scully stated. I care about him so much. I need to know if there could be something between us, a relationship beyond partners, beyond anything I hope possible, she divulged. I think there could be. I think the two of you have something special, something you have to fight for, Robin commented. It's not that simple. He's involved with someone, Scully said, someone who isn't right for him. Maybe he's not with her anymore. Maybe he realized that. Robin tried to sound hopeful. Perhaps, Scully mumbled. I really want to see him again. Call him, Robin suggested. I need to do more than that, Scully answered. I have to see him. I have to. Scully called Mulder the following evening. He answered the phone, surprised to hear her voice after so long. I need to talk with you, she said matter-of-factly. Sure, go ahead, Mulder replied, wondering what she could possibly want. No, not over the phone. In person. What about this weekend? Would that be okay? Yes, I... Sure, it would be fine, Mulder replied. Scully, what? I'll call you when I'm in town. Scully hung up, already anxious about the visit. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>